Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warped, a completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentary of Star Trek episodes. Here are your hosts, Sean. Get me to my regular doctor. They're familiar with my weird, you know, things. Matt. It's completely bonkers, and, and yeah. I didn't understand what was happening, <laughs> yeah. like, 80% of the time, but I loved it. Jake. His abs unfurled. Philippe. I don't have honor! <laughs> What's the point? I want to live and sing and dance! Erin. Uh-oh, this show is so good, we're just, like, watching it. Min Win. Would you fuck, marry, or kill me? <laughs> all of that. I would do all <laughs> three. <laughs> all three in that order. Dear Diary, I kissed an android today, and he told me he felt nothing. Make it so. And unlike what you just heard on the intro, we aren't a full crew today. There's only four of us in the crew. I'm running the board. Says producer Jake is not here today. Engineer Sean. That's right. Um, It's been kind of spotty, guys. I just wanted to say, I mean, I miss it too early for feedback. (laughs) Because, I mean, I know Matt. Did not. I don't. I have. I have no complaints at all. I don't know what what you're talking about. That was not what the trailer part. You know the (laughs) trailer part. I got dumped down a level. You know, I used to be the. You have to understand that my public persona is that I'm nice. Yeah, I can't be seen. (laughs) Exactly. I can't be seen abusing. You're going to be hearing from his people though. (laughs) This is not the White Lotus. Yeah, (laughs) you're the James Corden. That is the. uh, Yeah, that is the worst thing anyone has ever. Did you just call me the James Corden of his crew? Because isn't he getting in trouble for being mean? Yeah, yeah I was. He's one of those classics. The Ellen, assholes. Ellen DeGeneres yep. of our crew, but oh, you both had the same idea at yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah, but across the pond. What are we doing, uh, Sean? Today we are watching season five, episode thirteen. When we're done with this episode, we'll be halfway through Star Trek. This season oh. of Star Trek. <laughs> this season. Of you, Star you, Trek. You've tried that trick before, and right? it hasn't worked. But keep trying. It's Maybe. trying again. It's One called... of these days, we're going to be like, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's yeah. probably about right. <laughs> the Masterpiece Society. Yeah. And I got 45, 31. Go ahead and punch the triangle when you're ready. 45, 31. Let me see if I can get it to go back a little bit. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, we're uh, uh, we're still 5, Okay, 0, 0, 0, 0. Punch the triangle. Punch it again. It's, I keep telling you, it's an X on this controller. Oh, yeah, it's an X, but it's, yeah. There it is. There we go. We're going. Captain's log. Yep. Mm. The Moab sector. We're <laughs> yeah, in the you Moab. Were, you were, you were, you were talking up the Moab sector earlier wow. before, so before we started recording. Before we started so recording, the, Aaron had some interesting news interesting for us news today about the Moab sector. Mm-hmm. It's time for our Moab news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Moab. What's going on in the Moab? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Tell us what you did today. I or... watched this episode. Wow. What? I mean, I'm genuinely shocked. <laughs> I'm not even, it's not a bit. <laughs> I, I just saw the film. This is not a whoopee episode. It's not a whoopee. Yeah. You had no reason, no obligation. No. no obligation. You literally said to yourself, I am going to sit down and watch Star yeah. Trek the next It only days. took five and a half years, guys, oh, but we working. finally did it. That apparently, we finally now, did well, it. now we have a baseline to go yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. It so, takes five and a half years of psychological abuse. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Involving repeated exposure, Ludovico technique style, <laughs> yeah. to Star Trek The Next Generation, it's... to turn a non-nerd into a fan. Yeah, yeah Clockwork Orangine here every yeah. week with uh, episodes. So, uh, what did you think of the episode? I actually enjoyed it. It's the first time that I've watched one all the way through. <laughs> ever? No. <laughs> Not I, ever. I know, I know. In a while where I just watched it prior to this. Uh-huh. And so, it's fresh in your mind. It's fresh in You're going to be able to do the plot summary, right? Sure. All right. That's, That's the best. <laughs> so, I watched it. You watched it. Matt, I did, and Philippe, you said you watched some of it. I came in, I came in, and had to be astonished that it was on. Is this when the... did you get back from the hospital after the heart attack you had? I know. <laughs> when you saw your wife watching Star Trek <laughs> alone, I was. I I assumed there was a cocktail party where people were pitching Amway, <laughs> but no, it was my wife watching Star Trek. Uh huh. Um. And so it was pretty shocking. I was just like... So you saw some of this. I saw the last... I saw the denouement or whatever we call that. The denouement? The denouement. (laughs) Wait, that's one of the ships, right? Yeah. The USS denouement. (laughs) It always shows up at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Only in the third act. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else is like, this fucking ship never shows show up at the, the end of the goddamn fight. battle. Yeah. <laughs> They're always the one who shoots the last missile. <laughs> nah, that's the US They're like those, those linebackers who just jump on the pile and yeah. then cheer yeah. that they got the tackle. Yeah, exactly. Know? That goes on my stats, right? <laughs> Uh, so this guy, this haircut. Guy. Can we talk Aaron about that guy's Dina, haircut? Do we want to talk about this guy? Yes, yeah. he's what Pee Wee Herman plus eugenics brings. <laughs> wow, you really did watch the episode. Know. You know it's about eugenics. I thought he had one of those like what, country what, like those western ties. I, those I thought ties. it was a very skinny tie, and then yeah. I realized it's a zipper. Yeah, their clothing did not go through genetic. <laughs> right, they through. didn't. They didn't like geneticize a fashion design no, yeah while they were at weird. it yeah it's all science i love how it looks like a food court in a mall too and there are some gaping flaws in their genetic i wonder paradise. where this was filmed that's outside at paramount yeah. you think so yeah it's just on the lot yeah. yeah i recognize the older actor here yeah ron canada stuff, right yeah. okay we have to talk about the fact that his name is ron canada that's is it great. canada is that how to pronounce Oh, how is else it, would you pronounce it? Like Canada or something? Canadian. Well, I don't know. Is he Canadian? Oh uh, my god! If he is, that's too much. So. Did you look him up? I did look him up. I thought you would. I did. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. see. It doesn't really Dude, say. I've recognized him from other. Wikipedia shows. would say is an American actor or is a Canadian actor. <laughs> They're always trying yeah, to separate IMDb them. He's the only person who doesn't start with Wikipedia yeah. when he's doing research. No. 
Well, I've already he goes got to it, the dark net right away. He goes to IMDb, which is a terrible place for information. Oh my god! And the new such IMDb. a jumble. That's All a, right, so it's... today we're watching the Masterpiece Society, Star Trek: Next Generation, season five, episode thirteen. Original air date February eighth, nineteen ninety two. Working together to prevent the annihilation of a perfectly balanced, isolated society with no contingency for outside visitors may, in fact, destroy it. Aaron, you watched the episode, liked the episode. Yeah. Is what this the you... first time ever everyone has watched the I'm episode? I'm trying to think. I mean, I know Philippe only watched the day. I mean, we're Mom. understaffed yeah. this week, but it still I counts. I think it's rare. I don't know. I we have a quorum. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Four is a quorum. There might have been some episodes with just you, me, and Jake where we all three Maybe way it. back, that but is, it's yeah, been a long. long yeah. Not since we started doing this show. Not since next No, show. I don't think. Yeah, those would have been old ones. Yeah. Really old ones. Uh, okay, Aaron, let's hear it. What's your number? You guys were kind of like dissing this episode a little bit. Oh. I'll say this is a, the classic question with this game: is do you I'll trust your gut or do you trust your six point eight? Uh, I <laughs> think that this is slightly higher, right? But no, I think it's slightly lower. Okay. But I think it's just slightly lower. So I'm going to say 6.7, even though there's no way I can win. It is a 6.7. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> On the nose. I was like, there's no way to win with that bet because there's... Yeah, you don't yeah, have any room. Unless, no unless you, go, unless you hit it right up. on, you can't go up. Oh, my God. That's... Well, that's my greatest accomplishment. Well, there you go. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. End of podcast. Yeah. See ya. Sean, drive me home. Let's go. <laughs> Jake, play the jingle. There's no more point. Play the, the <laughs> play that. This is the end <laughs> jingle, yeah. jingle yeah. that I had you write four years yeah. ago. <laughs> we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. So what do I know Canada from? I, I, he's been in it, everything. Does it say if he's American or it Canadian? Does not, it does not. God it just damn it. Internet. Why have you failed me? IMDb. Where's Kathy Ireland from? Canada. She's, she's <laughs> ironically. <laughs> yeah, Ron Canada is definitely okay. His Google, the very first thing it says is American actor. You 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 got to get off of IMDb. It's not doing you any favors. How do you even find anything on IMDb? It's I feel such like a he played the, somebody's the like visual jumble of IMDb. Yeah. He's still acting. Yeah. Ron is? Yeah, he's in something he was in the best man he's in the best man the final chapters okay. the the new best man he's series. Oh, he's not even that old. He's only 73. He just looks a little older than that in the and he doesn't look older than 73, but he looks Yeah, the gray hair. Yeah, the gray him, hair makes him look older. But he's been around forever. I mean, Classic Steve Martin move. I, I was trying to look at his IMDb to think about where I really remember him good from, and I couldn't really find it. I feel it. like he played someone's dad, like someone's grumpy dad on something that I saw not too long ago. Like, he's serious. He's good at having a serious face. Was he the dad? Was he on He site? was on several seasons of The West Wing. Okay. Oh, that's where I know him from, because I watched the hell out of uh -huh. The West Wing. Multiple times. Oh, yeah. He's done every TV was show. Was he on Psych? Uh, does not. Was he the uncle? 
I thought no. maybe he played a dad on Psych of one of the characters, like on one of the. He's been on every. He, he was in. I think he's in Next Gen, uh, uh, Voyager, and uh, Deep Space Nine. He was. He did. He did the trifecta. Yeah, I think he's done all back in the day. All three. Uh, a lot of people did that yeah. back then. They would just rotate them around the lot. I guess if you just got in with the casting director. Yeah, I mean it's like and they it was all it was all a very very tight operation, right? They were all shooting Yeah, it was all one big they were machine. All, yeah, it was just much. one big machine. Rick Berman was, you know, Kevin Feigeing yep. Star Trek at the time. And the other guy Yeah, so if you got in good with somebody, they just kept bringing you back as different people, you know? Law and Order does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Law and Order is constantly bringing people back as different characters. Yeah. Broadway chorus line people keep popping up in Law and Order. It's a good gig. Yeah, that makes sense. They're in town. Yeah, if you like get a So the other guy, the 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 the, the main guy yeah, uh, the main guy. John Snyder is his name. Okay. What's and his he story? does uh, voiceover stuff. He's done anime for years. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's been doing anime for... He's got a for face for anime. 20, right. 25 years. <laughs> that man has a face for anime. I mean, I just felt like... <laughs> he does I, video game voiceover, too. Deanna he just would looks not like the, with this dude. But he looks like kind of a male version of her. <sighs> He's got those big brown eyes, like... In his IMDb, they say he has an uncanny Christopher Lee demeanor and a Joe Strummer looks. He does have a Christopher Lee A James Mason-esque gaze. And that's why he does voiceover. Well, that was that was (laughs) written that was written by him. Whoever wrote that. That was a positive. I forget his name, but that's who wrote that. Mm -hmm. The uh, woman, the scientist lady. She her her most impressive uh, IMDb was the snobby sales lady in Pretty Woman. Hell yeah! Oh, she's that's a, she's great in that full circle moment. <laughs> she is she's really snotty. Now she is she's a pretty so woman. snotty in that scene. She, that's mm-hmm. a good performance. She's still acting. I've told too. you guys my theory that there should be an Oscar for best five minutes yeah, 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 yeah. performance. <laughs> I agree. You could give an award to that girl lady who played the yeah. snotty. It's memorable. So, Aaron, since you watched this, do you want to try and tell us what's going on? So, there's some kind of space problem that's going to create an earthquake or similar to destroy this biodome. That guy's, sorry to interrupt, but that guy's furrowed brow was so furrowed when he first appeared on screen that I thought he was an alien. I thought he was (laughs) I thought it was like a... Like a, a Bajoran, like you know, thing. I thought he had ridges. <laughs> I thought he, ridges. I thought I thought geneticists had r- ridges. Yeah, ruffles. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying. Yeah, and so they they try to get. They realize that this area is gonna get destroyed because they know this like imminent threat is coming. That's gonna like sh- kind of. Destroy. Do you remember what the imminent threat is? Uh, it has a name, and I forgot. It's got the word core in it. Core. That's the part I remember. It's got like it's like the core. Yeah, there's a name I forgot. It's like a big, it's a big comet, basically, right? Yeah. They like called it a stellar core fragment. Oh, it's That's a right. stellar core so fragment. So it's the, like a chunk of the core of a of sun. sun. Yeah, and it's gonna basically it's, it's gonna blow place. them all to shit. But they 
they didn't want to pick up the call at first because they're kind of into their own world. They've basically genetically engineered themselves to be perfect. Minus the fashion, as we've already discussed. <laughs> Minus the zip-up jackets under the jackets. <laughs> but There was um, nobody who... They did not breed anybody to be like, those bangs are not... Yeah. Helping you. I was gonna say those. That's but see, like they, they, you would think they would have because they've got like a piano player. They've got. And if they're supposed to be genetically bred to be perfect, why does she like him? Is he the handsomest man on this planet? I hate. Wow. Who Deanna and Beverly choose yes. as boyfriends of the week? Yeah. The casting director never picks anybody where you're like. Yeah, I can see why she would want to fuck him. Yeah, well, like, that makes that sense. was hard Anna for me. Anna is excited because she thinks of him as like a diplomat. She liked his soft skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they always say to make up for the fact that these guys are uggos. Well, they can't be bothered to find a like hot focused, guy. Yeah, they're more focused on them being like genetically engineered to work together as a society, and she's supposed to be the best scientist. And yes, they're not supposed to have any like. Flaws, so theoretically that could be beauty, but it, that wasn't like the main focus of their. Clearly, agenda. yeah, yeah. I feel like you liked this more than I did. It sounds like. I mean, the novelty of having to be in the first one she's watched in a year or so. I got into it. I just like I. I thought it was interesting because <laughs> Ron yeah. Canada is I not happy. A, I love a dark. Shake of the head and yeah. then cut yeah, to commercial. Yeah, he's good at being surly. Fade out. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I recognize his mug. Fade out. It. That's my he does Jiminy yeah. Glick. He is not happy that they reached out. Well, he's like the representative of like sort of their whole core mission. He's their historian, the right? right? He's the one who's like, we cannot betray our values. Right. But they're like, well, he's the real core fragment die. that's a problem in this episode, yeah. guys. So let's talk about the situation. What is the ethically correct thing for Jean-Luc and the gang to do here? They already have said, well, you're already, you're already interfering just by being here, right? Because the whole premise, which we didn't really say, is that their whole isol- isolationism yeah. is based on the fact that everything is in this kind of perfect balance. Yeah. So they can't. And that, that if up. anything comes in, it, it would disrupt this very delicate. It's like the right. butterfly farm. Yeah. When I was at the butterfly farm, uh, they talked about how delicate butterflies are yeah. and how just like even the slightest they would like they would let us them come up and like land on your finger. But they were like, do not pet them. Like even the softest touch like is like basically deadly <laughs> like they cannot handle any like disruption of their ecosystem mm-hmm. and that's what these guys are saying yeah, like and i and i remarked to philippe earlier in the day it was just like they've got it worked out a little too tight they need to mm-hmm. factor in a little bit of yeah it flexibility. seems like because later really on spoiler system. alert it's like if one person <laughs> leaves it's like messes up their whole yeah if the piano teacher leaves their whole society is <laughs> yes. fucked yeah. It, it, hey, man, play piano, man. And the guy's like, it's I a can. very, it's a classic. <laughs> it, one of the things I do like about this episode is is that it is a sort of classically Star Trekky episode. It's like order yeah. versus disorder. Right. 
Yeah. What is the ethical responsibility? What is perfection? Do we? You're stepping on the thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! You always got to get up. You just barely made it. (laughs) I mean, it tugged on my ears, but you pulled back at the last second. Mm -hmm. And then Jordy and the scientist have a whole exchange. Well, I think it's interesting how he like he calls her out for being he's all you know i would have never been born on your planet because yeah. they would have right have aborted me because yeah I, his I'm argument blind. is exactly i well, was poor so, jordy had to wear the ugly contacts this week this whole subplot really <laughs> creeped me out because i was i spent the whole time waiting for jordy to get weird <laughs> right and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, gross yeah, yeah, he never her. does he, he never does, does. No, it's this so is a good Jordy episode. It really made me happy, but only because I was so prepped yeah, for. Ready. Oh, he is going to try to creepo. creep <laughs> up on her. What about this marriage proposal moment? <laughs> <laughs> and instead, it's more like they bond as fellow like scientists. Yeah, it opens her mind. Well, to me, yeah, like, he's telling her. He's telling how her he's life. overcome and right. I wouldn't have been. I know. I thought that was interesting. And then... this is every right wing pro lifer's favorite episode. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation. Him. Right. They play this at the convention. Right. This is the only one they they play at the conventions. <laughs> It just seems to me like, how could they possibly maintain enough diversity in the gene pool if they don't allow outsiders in? <coughs> I feel like they had, they don't even anticipate outsiders intervening ever. Like, what kind right. of perfect plan die? is that? Like, right. Like, it doesn't seem perfect at all when you think about it. Right. It is one of those premises that falls apart yeah. when you tug at it. <laughs> it's but, like one of those thought experiments. But it's a, yeah, but that's exactly what it that's, is. Yeah. It's way more interesting as just a a sci-fi concept than anything that would ever really yeah. work in the universe. I mean, this this is this is the British royal family, right? This is <laughs> generations of inbreeding and and then here's the ironic twist. Yeah, the, they figure use the they use yeah. the idea of the uh, the the visor to figure out how to save the planet. No, and that, right, he's like a blind man is gonna save your yeah. life, yeah. and she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, no, no such thing is possible. <laughs> blind men don't have brains. Everyone knows that. Yeah. I wish and, everyone was a little uh, more. And again, I wish the masterpiece people were actually a little, a little snobbier. Yeah, and like a little bitchier. Yeah. I wish they were more like, like um, uh, James Spader <laughs> and uh, Pretty in Pink. Yeah, like James Spader and Pretty in Pink, or, or James Spader like, and Less Than Zero, or James Spader, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just as a yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he's playing a Chopin concerto Is because. He- that's what it says. Well, I mean, is that kid playing it? Well, whatever. Whoever's playing <laughs> the it. Giant be- boner my the still guy the point is, why are they playing music that's 800 years old? Yeah. That's made There's by been no perfect. new good no. music. Oh, they're not playing Zing Zang the Nine. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> by Chuck Pa. Chuck Pa. They haven't. Yeah. They haven't gotten that one in the Master Police uh, Society. Well, they're cut off from Earth. They haven't been around for any. Yeah, they haven't been around for eight hundred years. I That's think. right. They left. They left when Chopin was still alive. <laughs> they got on a rocket ship. They yeah. took his last piece of music, yeah. and they were like, "That's it. We're Music's out. Done. We're oh, done. Bye." Who's the guy who cuts all these people? Yeah, hair? the real the real problem with all of these societies, the classic utopian society problem, is that what do you do with creativity? Because yeah. creativity is all about like disrupting. Yeah. Whatever. I hate something. the I hate what the word disrupting has become. Yeah. But that is the right word for yeah. what I'm trying right. to describe. Yeah. Like creativity is about doing something new, and a closed society is about yeah. never allowing anything Preserving. new. In. A certain so I can see why this is like popular with conservatives. It kind of has a conservative message, although it is very pro abortion, yeah <laughs> and he's rep- he's rep- he's repressed Humpty Dumpty is the most recognizable thing he could think to talk about a three hundred year old poem mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes relevant. you just have to go, well, audiences in 1992 had to understand what they were talking yeah. about. At a certain point, it becomes really ridiculous if you go too far the other way. Yeah. And everything's a reference to something you've never heard of. Sure. And they're like, well, every children is every child is taught. Of the famous story. Well, they could do, what was it, the Vulcan and the of Bear? Of Jactar the Fourth. <laughs> what was yeah. that book that the little And how he read? sat on a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the king's horses <laughs> and all the Vectar's men <laughs> could oh. not put all Nantar the, the Ninth together. Oh, here's, it's a good, oh, this is good. I hear in a There's second. She's good, like, this like, is wrong. And he's like, totally wrong. Yeah. He's kind of young Roy Scheider a little bit. Got that long head. Yeah. I don't like him. And I want better for the women of Star Trek. When Riker meets a girl, she's hot as hell. Yeah, they don't get as good looking men they guest stars just, on the show. And the show. way they this made is how her, you know straight people were making. I'm just stuff. like, did Diana Diana have any choice in this matter? <laughs> did uh, yeah? I wonder if Marina Sirtis ever was, was like, like, ugh, again, again. Uh, <laughs> can I talk to you? She seems too nice to do that. Oh. I don't know what it is now, but this lady's breast got super pointy from the last scene. Hey, man, scene. she's perfect. She's been engineered that <laughs> right. Way. Yeah, they can grow and shrink <laughs> on command. Yeah, as all genetically perfect. Yeah, things. whatever yeah. the outfit demands. That's right. And because John Luke and Riker hadn't been on screen in a long time, they brought him back. Yep. This whole episode, no offense, Aaron. I feel sorry because you were talking about how you kind of enjoyed it. That's fine. Go ahead. I think it's really talky, even by Star Trek The Next Generation standards. It's mm-hmm. kind of talky. And the only part of it that interests me is what's Picard going to do? Like, what decision is he going to make as far as repatriating these people or whatever it is they mm-hmm. end up wanting to do? I don't like Troy and the guy. So this... But clearly they boned, right? Yeah. Yes. they. It's the next morning. They say in the scene, it's, it's yeah. been... She said she, said she got up early. Yeah. No, they boned. 
There's a lot of next week's episode is bony too. Yep, a lot of boning in the next episode. <laughs> He's got a and weird it's not even look like, on his face all the time. It's not yeah. even that her dilemma is, am I going to stay or go? Because she's never really planning on staying. She's more mad in the like, I went on vacation, I fucked a local. And they fell in love with me, and I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like she more kind of like is like, ugh. This well, is and a bad I told mistake. Philippe that's what Kirk does every damn episode. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so but she is. But but Kirk it. doesn't like angst about it. That's like, what I'm saying. I wish she had just been like, yeah, we had a great fun right, right. night. I don't understand why. I still she... don't know what you're upset about. So bye. You, thought, <laughs> you, know? you think she would be more sex positive? Yeah. Well, that's 1992 for you, I suppose. I just think that she wouldn't, because everything about the Betazoids is like we get, we take all of our clothes right, off yeah, when right, we get married. Right. Like, yeah. And every once in a while, they remember that, and they do have her sort of be. Way yeah. progressive. A little more on that side, but mm-hmm. but not when it's about her personally. Yeah. She felt bad. Abstractly, she, yeah. she's sex positive yeah. when it's Riker or whatever, and yeah. she's like, yeah. I don't care what you do. Well, she but when it's about her, she's a little more... Yeah. Uh, Traditional. Yeah, she she's, falls in love she's easily. She's more worried that she wasn't professional. Because yeah. she came down there as like a staff member to do her job. And then she's like had this side thing. Right. She, she had a side like piece. like it was unprofessional. Well, it was a little bit, right? Yeah. That was probably not. Yeah. But so you're right. Kirk did it all the time. They all do it all the time. Yeah. Riker does it. Yep. She's the only one who's ever anguished about it. I, I can't that, remember ever seeing anyone else be sorry. When you're a counselor, sorry. you're supposed to always be a little bit, like... More in moved. control of God, your emotions. Time, I don't know what it is about this guy, but I am not in love with this guy. I am not... First of all, his hair looks fake. So I'm like, not in haircut. love with that guy. Yeah. I don't buy any of this. I can see why she would like him, though. I, I get it. <sighs> you do? That's interesting. Do. Well, she's... Like, she's I think... I think you're right, Aaron. That it's yeah. she's looking at it from this guy's got a an empathic yeah you know yeah because there was like that whole contrast with his colleague who was all kind of stubborn and he's more so is it that she likes his politics because he wants to like he, she let liked his leave? diplomatic way that's the first compliment and that sort of breaks the ice with them is she's oh, okay. like, he's a counselor too i watched this yeah. but it was a couple weeks ago so i don't remember every that's like, when they first interact she's like pays them this compliment so she likes his style yeah but see his that's sexy, exactly sexy the same style. that's exactly the same as when beverly fell in love with mind rape guy like they never pick hot guys they just pick guys that they quote unquote admire which feels to me like a writer's room full of male nerds being like well what would the girls like well they'd like someone who is very mm, smart and thoughtful is that how they they sound in the writer's room in 1992 (laughs) in the writer's room of Star Trek the Next Generation Correct. The oh gas they pumped into that room. <laughs> they were constantly adjusting their glasses. I know. I'm like, comic book guy was based on that room. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're writing what they think 
and probably not even in like a mean way or a sexist way, but just like this is probably what the ladies would like to see is, you know, like someone who is an equal yeah. to our lady cast members, you know, so that you can understand why she would fall in love with him. Instead of having it just be like, you're hot. You know? <laughs> yeah. Which is the, what happens on the other Which is side. what happens yeah. when it's the other way around. Yeah. Kirk has sex with an Indian girl. And, and puts a baby in her. Never sees her again. And then leaves. <laughs> never even talks about yeah. her again. She gets killed. And then he just leaves her. <laughs> well, uh, she's dead. baby in her. He does. She's yeah. pregnant when yeah. she dies. They literally never talk about that yeah. again. Corey, didn't in Spock the, makes out with the lady on the ice planet. Uh, yeah, in the back. In the past, he never talks about it ever. Okay, again. he never talks about it. But they did write a couple of novels that I read in the late eighties about that kid and about Spock <laughs> rebonding with that That's kid. That's the most Star Trek because he comes room back through. He comes yeah. back through the time travel thing. And the kid and Spock become friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least some writer followed that up. Nobody followed up Kirk like, knocking up the squad. Look at this fucking outfit. They like zippers in the future. Yeah. That's exactly the same outfit yeah. he was wearing at the beginning yeah. of the episode. He changed and he's back into it. They just filmed the, both of those scenes on the same day. And they were like, nobody will remember that he was wearing That's the same That's all I notice, people. <laughs> she got three outfit changes so far. Somebody I mean, he was a big part of the episode, so and so was she. Yeah. They they gave the guest stars something to do. Yeah. Usually they only have to make one outfit. Somebody was like having to make two or three outfits per Oh, now what's happening? Well Oh, she wants to leave. They figured the problem out. And so now everything's not good. I thought so. the, I thought this was over. No, that's God. the whole thing. Like, <laughs> How long have we been the recording? stakes? The stakes of the like this danger <laughs> end. Like, and there's still I like twenty minutes more of say, the episode. This is where you. I came in, guys. This is where the USS Denouement comes in. No, right. I was literally about to say. Please go to iTunes yeah. or wherever you get your podcast. I thought this thing was over. Nope, yeah. They the saved little... the planet. Well, now there's the the actual like we wanna... moral conundrum because right. the lady, the de- scientist lady, wants to so, leave, and it's not just her, right? It's a few people. Do they all want to go? I'll be honest with you, I fell asleep at the end of the episode. I watched twenty three people. Erin gave us the numbers. Mm, she yeah. watched it today. I think it has a DNA. I watched it two weeks ago, and I was a little bit drunk. Number? 23 and me. Well, 23, 23 is half of the. Is yeah. Oh, that's. You think that's a reference? Half the chromosome? Probably. That is an exactly. Some nerd in the writer's number. room yeah. love that idea. Yep. There was what a lot of. Exactly <laughs> half. <laughs> in the writer's room that year. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> 23. <laughs> Can I write that the girl has pointy. Boom. If I write into the script that she has to have pointy boobs, yeah. will they, well, they have to do it. find the pointy <laughs> boob guy? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that how it works? Yes, Magnus. Yeah. You know, yeah. we the three of us are three of the nerdier people. <laughs> we are clearly the three of us together. I'm excluding Aaron out of politeness. Yes. The three of us 
are in the bottom 10 percent yeah for if, sure. if not more you're a professional video game maker yeah. that's got to knock you down yep There's and a lot of uh Nerdy, nerdy and dumb. we are shitting on <laughs> the guys who are like, <laughs> yeah, everyone sh- always shits downward, yeah. you know? I'm shitting downward. I feel bad for mocking those guys I now. know, but I'm also paying, like... Please, they were writing for Star Trek. They're fine. No, yeah. I didn't mean the real writers. Oh. I meant the imaginary ones. <laughs> <which> <laughs> making up in our minds. <laughs> it's like, those guys don't deserve that. I They're know. fine. They're... So they want to see a pointy boobed girl on screen. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? It only helped the ratings. So she's been faking there being problems so that she can stay on the ship. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to go back. Oh, I missed that altogether. I really was drunk. She had a faraway look in her eye when the problem was resolved. And you're like, something's up with her. And then then right subsequently, she's like... Yes, we dodged the big bullet, but like there's fractures or something that like we're still getting radiation in and it's an imminent threat. Like we still have stuff to we have to deal with. And then Jordy's all like my vi- magic visor would have told me about that. Oh, she's like, you're making that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. And And now she's like, I want to go. She's like, I'm supposed to be this amazing scientist. And it took meeting you to like realize I need, you know, I need exposure to all. Right. It's exactly. It's the same exact argument we were making about art earlier. It's like, how do you be a scientist when there's nothing to discover? Well, do you ever watch that movie? The Third Man with uh, Orson Welles? Sure. And he's all like talking about all the year, you know, basically Italy has all these wars and conflict and they come up with all this art. And then like Switzerland or whatever has not the same thing. Right. There's no famous Swiss artists. (laughs) It's sort of like it comes out of like the churn. Conflict. Yeah. Anyway. So now Picard's like, fuck, I have to get involved this week. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I, I was trying to stay out of this. <laughs> I was hanging out. I can't. Yeah. Hanging and meanwhile, out with- Deanna's, by, Deanna's like, by the way, Sean Luke, I have to tell you something. Yeah. Uh, I fucked the guy in <laughs> yeah. charge yeah. down there. Yeah. You should and I really shouldn't have. Yeah. But like, Riker's never had to do this yeah. kind of and speech before. I feel before. like he's definitely boff the. W- Female in charge. I a hundred percent on the sex planet. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. When he went, they were on the 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 lady planet that where the That's, ladies were in charge. Well, that one, but also just the sex planet where Wesley steps on the flower. No, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. The flower. <laughs> That's an old one. You yeah. won't remember that one. I kind of do. All the people in their white robes. Everything is perfect. If you break any rule, though, the punishment. My point is nobody else has ever had to say this on this show. And it sucks that Deanna has to. Because she's the lady, so she has to be punished for the fact that she She has to be forgiven by Picard. Right. She has to go to the man and say, please forgive me. Yep. And he just like, you're forgiven. He does. To his credit, he does. Like, he doesn't give her shit about it. John it Luke could have is, been worse. John Luke is very sex positive. Well, it could have been worse. Like, really, when you think about it, it could have been a lot worse. Sure. Because it could have been Picard being like, well, you are unprofessional and how dare you? And, and he doesn't do they live in their own controlled environment where they don't get to be around new people very much. Really? <laughs> right. Yeah. Picard's so, like, I get it. 
Yeah. Wait till you hear what I did on Risa. If you're going to find a date, you know, sometimes you got to find a genetically perfect one. Yeah. Genetically perfect Pee Wee Herman. You (laughs) get on that. Yeah. That is keep well. That's the title of the episode, yeah. Sean. Genetically, <laughs> I, I, I dislike. Here's I what would, I love about I the fact that Pee-wee you're editing the episodes. I love that I don't have to do it. What I don't love is that you're not. Making well, funny I started. I start. I started episodes. thinking about it, and I thought it might be hurting our listenership. Oh, because you think they're searching for. People, but you have to put the actual title in right below it. I think that it. It helps people find the episodes if they're looking for, if they're doing searches. <laughs> yeah. it has our, how, how have our numbers? I haven't looked. How have our I haven't looked, so I'm just jumped. testing Guys, it. Let's just testing back it. to our biodome. <laughs> yeah. Shush. Neither of us are actually bad. I just think it's hilarious because we both know that we have like 14 <laughs> lists. And we got a new we got a new subscriber this week, so hey. I'm excited. May or may not be a bot, but we did pick up well, a Why news. would we pick it up a bot subscriber? A I don't know. I don't know how these things work. Yeah. Well, the bots are going to take over. I mean, maybe it's just good that we start courting them. Hey, you know, I'm on board. I've been pro robot takeover from the beginning. Yeah. Philippe, are you, robot, robot, Philippe, robot. Are, are you aware of uh, nothing forever? Nothing forever. No. Sean, are you aware no, of nothing forever? I think that's what it might be forever or nothing. No, I think it's nothing forever. This is a bot created version of Seinfeld. I have heard of it. I didn't know that's what it's called. The AI, like yeah, 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 yeah. AI Seinfeld. And it makes Seinfeld. And now it just generates, not episodes, because there's really no plot, but right. like it, it generates like vignettes yeah. of the characters standing around in talking. the apartment, talking about, talking in bot voices about completely <laughs> boring things. Mundane. And it is... It is really, really, really funny for two and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really funny. It's so worth those two and a half yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's also real, like, the they're, like, glitchy. They, like, go into the walls, so they'll be, like, floating upside down. <laughs> so, like, the AI is not doing a great job yeah. of, like, getting the visuals, the visuals. right either. It's very strange. It is one of those. Weird... I heard it got like super like transphobic or something. Yeah. <laughs> so here was the discourse online. Okay. Was or was not the AI Seinfeld episode generator <laughs> being transphobic? <laughs> well, somebody and I think I landed AI, on right? no. Yeah, I, it I, wasn't. I, I just. I saw little bits and pieces on well, that. Because the, the actual joke from, from the actual joke was about was making fun of transphobic people. comedians. Okay. So the AI actually inadvertently made a meta joke. Because what the AI does is sometimes they show it shows little clips of Larry doing his stand-up just like they did on the show right right so larry is standing there in front of a real pixelated stuff what the heck your children are here oh that's not (laughs) sorry for the interruption sorry i thought it was an earthquake i thought it was what is it called uh 
a, a stellar core or fragment. A stellar core fragment. Yeah. So, anyways, they made a transphobic joke. In- the, the but but the joke was Larry says something like I'm paraphrasing here, but Larry says something like, "Hey, I'm I'm standing up here and no one is laughing at me. Like, you know, why aren't why isn't it? What if I made some transphobic jokes? What if I made some transphobic jokes? Oh, now people are leaving. <laughs> oh." <laughs> <laughs> like it was something like something that, those lines. but it's not a transphobic joke. It's yeah, a yeah, joke yeah, about yeah, how yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't think transphobic jokes are funny. funny, right? Yeah. So it was accused of being, but I think it wasn't. Mm. I think it was actually. Well, what you're describing does not sound transphobic. Well, right? and neither it, it was neither is the real answer because yeah. it was not a thinking thing it was sure just, yeah, yeah, yeah it was accidentally well but i would argue that which is that what's funny about comes that show. from somewhere and it can't right. be totally unbiased so it is possible for ai to be something right right i but mean this ai is, premise, is only what you tell it this is the premise of m Thregan. has anybody seen <laughs> no, M3gan? not yet but isn't it, it streaming god Damn it, you people. I know. How many times do I have to ask? I know, I know. I felt terrible that I hadn't seen it. We're in the middle of February. (laughs) I feel really bad. I'm sorry. I did watch it. I failed. Movie's been out for six weeks. I know. No, you d- well, you know what? That does make up for it. You're forgiven. Sean's not. <laughs> I got no, you know. Now, Sean, Sean edited, Sean's engineering this episode, so you get a pass. That's right. But that's one of the, that's how she becomes self-aware, right? Is because she self-iterates by searching everything on the internet. Mm -hmm. So she just like, and eventually the persona that she settles on is murderous bitch. Yeah. She's great. Okay. Well, I look forward to it. I think it's. There will be seven bazillion Megans. On Santa Monica Boulevard on Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That'll be fun. We should go to Halloween in West Hollywood. Oh, I'd love to. I haven't I, been in a been very yeah. long time. Decade at least. A couple years. I would love to just I walk man. around. I went dressed them. as Nacho Libre yeah. one year. I yeah. just didn't have a shirt on, just had the cape yeah. and the, the, you know, yeah. Oh, I was very popular. I bet you were. And then I I looked, like, aside from I wore the I mask on, do it again. and then I would take the mask off because I had really curly hair at the time and uh, i had the mustache yeah and people were like holy shit you actually had the <laughs> yeah look. yeah underneath the mask yeah and Catherine was dressed like the nun mm-hmm. and she was people kept giving her shit <laughs> they were like thought she was an actual like, nun. Fuck you nun <laughs> why are you gonna ruin our fun catholic church yeah, you. <laughs> well that's an amazing story <laughs> And that is the story. That is what I love about West Hollywood Halloween. I don't really care about like. I don't want to go into bars or anything right. like yeah. that. It's just, about it's just fun walking around yeah. and so seeing. It's the most creative costumes ever. Yeah, you know, yeah. people are so creative. I remember there was a guy who was dressed up just kind of like the 
pieces of palm tree that fall down, and he was just laying next to a palm tree. So it just like, <laughs> he it just, just blended like in. Organic material had come off of the tree, and then he started moving, and it was like, what? Oh, the fish, fish is, is there. there. Livington there. I saw it at the same time. Um, I was there with our friend Lewis. Yeah, sure. and uh, th- we would, you know, the two of us would joke about the the game in West Hollywood. Is it? Uh, beautiful woman or drag queen oh yeah and so but we found there was like a guy (laughs) there was a guy walking down the street that i don't even his outfit was just lewis called it he's dressed as pretentious gay man yeah you better watch your step Talking to Philippe, not you, Sean. I know. Well, the episode's <laughs> over. Okay the I didn't hear house? the end of the story. What was he dressed as? Well, that's what we said. Pretentious gay man. But what did that mean? Describe I don't know. He it. just, he kind of looked like a guy. butterfly. He kind of, he had like wings off of, he was shirt, he was topless. Uh-huh. And he had like these. Like those wing, those butterfly his, strapped Yeah, wings. to his arm. Oh, it was the t- early 2000s, wasn't it? And, uh, yeah, it was like, yeah, somewhere <laughs> around there. Let's all go as butterflies. Oh, my God. It was fun. Yeah. West Hollywood Halloween is fun. Um, the episode ended. What happened? They let the people go, right? Aaron? Yeah. They, what happened? Um, they let the 23 people that wanted to scoot, scoot. And because Deanna talked, what's his name, into it? Or, or no? I think Picard basically like, said that they had to let him oh, go. He Picarded them. Yeah, uh-huh. I think. Is that what happened there? Kind of, I can't remember. Was it there rousing? Was talking. Okay. There was some talking. Oh, you part. watched this part. Philippe, was it was it in was it Patrick Stewart like doing what he does? Patrick Stewart reluctantly he felt conflicted and about delivering it, a great like speech. He does deliver a speech. He basically interfere. goes to Connor and he's like, "Look, we're not going to deny them if they want to go, but I'm going to suggest that they like think about it." Carefully. Oh yeah, they want him to stay six so they, months. So they both go to the center square where Connor's like, "If you go, you're going to like." ruin this culture so stay for six months oh they they decide on a six month sort of uh amnesty thing think it through it's a think it through period a cool down after six months you still want to go you can go go. but then okay but then then they start freaking out and they're like nah you just what's gonna you're just gonna use that six months to like and you're gonna expand it oh right so they fuck off anyway do they they fuck fuck off off, anyway they fuck off anyway and they just join because they're like fuck you and your six month compromise and then that's six months of being treated like shit yeah and then they like Bring them, and then like I just like that part. Riker, I like that they were like "fuck you" in six months. We yeah. want to go now. Yeah. Riker and like I liked that part. Picard have a combo about like did we, we do violate the, right the rhyme directive? Yeah. And then we then got, Riker's all like, "They're yeah. humans. They don't count." And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, that's true." That's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking that's crazy. And then by the and way. then Riker's like, "That's then, crazy that a random ship from Starfleet can show up, and thirty two people can be like, hey, can we go?'" And you can just go. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I guess, I, I feel like they should have been able to go. I was like, yeah. Well, yeah, I think they should be able to go. Yeah, but it's just, it's crazy to they think about because if that, like. The whole puzzle piece of their. Right. Well, and I, but like, I think their argument was like, look, so you got to adapt. Yeah. Fucking, you know, yeah. you'll be fine. Just figure out a new way to to, to, yeah. to live. We they don't have to be. in the set it and forget it phase. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, very good. Fun times, guys. It is weird. Again, it's you can't think about it too hard because right. you're yeah. just like... Because you do, and you're like, ah, it doesn't work on... If, if 32 people are enough 23. to... 23. If 23 people are enough to really... Throw off... How many people were on? Did they yeah, how many people say? are there? Did they say how many people were there? I don't remember. I feel like it's got to be less than 1,000, right? If that's uh, people are going to fuck it up. They make a point of saying something like, oh, we made sure we weren't going to have, like, genetic problems or whatever. Yeah, they say that. They got... It just, like, doesn't seem like that's possible. Really does If they've been there for 200 years, it says. It must be, like... Manipulating the genes like manually. Yeah, well, they were that was they were genetically perfect, right? Yep. Um, I guess perfect means perfect. I think that was fine. Yeah, I said I fell asleep when I was watching it, so it was kind of. I thought the end was once they figured out the problem, and then it was just about whether or not they were going to leave the planet or not. I lost interest. Uh, whether they were going to leave the planet or not is the only part that's interesting. Of course, they were going to save the planet. Well, of course, they were going to leave. You don't. I don't know. I didn't know if they would leave. I, I know, but I'm just saying as a dramatic well, sure, concept. Of course, that part is more interesting. Right. Um. But it was all talky talky. I hate even the 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 like Deanna's tasting stopping them. the people stopping the. The catastrophic event was them just shooting a beam at a big white thing. Isn't that like half the time? <laughs> that's like, how they always boom. do everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to fight this energy. That's cloud. what they do. Shoot a beam or three beams. Shooting a beam <laughs> is their answer <laughs> yeah. to everything. Everything's a beam. It's either a beam no. or a conversation. That's how they solve yeah. things. It's peace or war. Occasionally a super, like a, a, a custom photon torpedo they've hacked with something uh-huh that's like a that's the dark horse you know third option <laughs> ron canada god bless you yep. yeah so there you go we're halfway like through season five canada. now guys that's pretty good only 13 episodes left in season five thank you all very much for listening you can go to itunes wherever you get your podcast to rate review and subscribe you can email us at warptrek at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at warptrek. I'm host warped. Min is at wet maynard for Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams. We're on Instagram at warptrek. Our merch is at lunar underscore flare. And next week, Conundrum. Oh, this is a good one. Ah. Oh, I watched fun. it again couple nights ago and it is real good yep until then my name is sean my name is matt leap aaron thank you and good night